Five o'clock straight up in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday on Shinano with Cappy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to do that voice. That puts everybody in a better mood. Yeah. The people don't like when I get mad. I mean, you do. You get you get, like ripped Bedouin Whittier is like one of our like most loyal listeners. I didn't rip well, him. He, he's not the only person he's ripped here recently. I mean, geez. That's it. I, Bronny. You, got, you ripped Bronny for five points. <laughs> well, it's what he scores. Well. I'm just going to do that. Yeah. It's Sedano and Cap. Yeah. Oh, Mike Andrade also went after you, Cappy. What'd he say? He said, uh, Beto Beto and Whittier and, knows I love to him. To Beto and Whittier. He's like, thank you. Cappy had to make the point to show that Braun is wrong instead of just letting it go. Boy, all these defenders. Oh, exactly. I mean, goodness. Just kiss his ass Lakers all homers. the time. Good God, man. Does he Is he right all the time? No, he's right. With is that he, with that one championship he's won here. He's always right. Like yeah. like he he, he makes the pass to, to D'Angelo Russell, but right he always makes oh, the was. right move. Oh, see, it, it, Sedano had to slip that in. Just saying it's honest. It's been, you know, they, the previous six years were the worst six-year stretch in the history of the franchise. Just I, get ready for the next six years. Just want to tell everybody. going to be great. Just like us, he's human. Just so you know, yes. he's human. Yes, he and is. sometimes he's great and you love him. And sometimes he says things and you don't love him. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. All right. You don't I have like to kiss his ass it's all okay. the time. And Beto and Whittier, right. I ride the train with him sometimes. It's about that time. Beto and Whittier knows I'm his friend. For what you need to know, go take it away. No, 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 no. I was going to say something else. Oh. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Yeah, exactly. Good times. Now another Lakers apologist. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Was that me? Like, am I supposed to be the Lakers apologist? I meant LeBron apologist. Oh. Okay, I was going to say no. I'm I was caught off guard by I thought like sandwiches were coming. Well, something happened. So, um, you know that Momo was always talking to us about her celery juice? So, I ordered a whole bunch of celery juice. So, but this is pre made celery juice. What does that I have to do with anything right now? Well, by, this is being delivered. That's by the what way, it has to do with it. Okay. So, Royce Tony did a tweet real quick, Linz, before we get to what you need to Someone's know. Someone's delivering celery juice right now That's in the right. studio? Yep. Ramona? No. Oh. No. The, 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 oh, from Juice Buds. Right. Um, so Royce Tony, as we know, is a, a documentarian, a director. He did the uh, the Ricky Williams 30 for 30. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, at Sedano, I agree, reference Bronny. I edited a show called Legacy. It was about Sierra Canyon with Zaire Wade, Dwayne Wade's son, Zaire Williamson, who's now in the Memphis Grizzlies, Amari Bailey, who DeAndre referenced, who's now with the Hornets, uh, and Brandon Boston, who plays for the Clippers. Bronny was a freshman off the bench. I edited every game that year for the, the, the show. He continued to make clutch plays in key moments at Scott Kaplan. Okay, great. Great. So he was a good high school player. Okay, terrific. Wonderful. Yeah. Fantastic. On a good team. Fan- ter- Listen, I'm pro Bronny. Okay. I want Bronny to be great. I want him to be successful. But I don't like when LeBron does what he does, which is let him just be a kid. You're the person that put this out there. So take responsibility. Stop blaming all of us. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Did we do what you need to know? No, Lindsay, yeah, go ahead. Did. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what you need to know. Oh. That's it? Yeah. All right. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. It's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. See, she walked on the other side of the street last night. She has no patience for us. Yeah. None. Zero. I don't think I have patience in general. That's all. Don't, nothing personal. All right. I won't take it that way. Uh, Crash Override says you guys could talk about how Corporate Greg was the only one this morning not wearing a coat. We'll get to that in a second. Because <laughs> I did notice that in the picture. He's not a suit guy. He's not. It's okay. But that's okay. It's okay. Um, Cappy. Yeah, everybody does look sharp. So, Cappy, let, let's take this Lakers team. So, mm-hmm. Sunday, it just it didn't go well, right? Suns, even oh. without Bradley Beal, are now playing better. Um, they also now have more NBA players on their roster because prior to adding Royce O'Neal, who's a good role player in this league, and Thad Young, who's been a good role player historically, even though he's a little up in age now, um, they were playing a lot of, like, G League-type talent outside of Durant, 
uh, Beal, Booker, maybe, you know, Grayson Allen, obviously, Eric Gordon, et cetera. Just a few guys here and there. Nurkic. Um, Nurkic, by the way, had he dominated. He just had game. his way with AD. Dominated. I mean, so for the year that AD's having, Nurkic just schooled him. So it's interesting you bring that up because Kevin Durant in the post game was asked about um, you know Nurk's dominance in mm-hmm. the game, and he said, "Yeah, Nurk was great." He's like, but it, he 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 kind of alluded to the 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 way AD was playing defense. He he kept saying that AD was yelling to the guys. Help me, help me, because he thinks that maybe schematically, and I don't know if it was schematically with Darvin Ham and the coaching staff, or maybe it was AD freelancing, that AD was paying much more attention to Kevin and to Devin Booker, um, making sure they didn't go off, um, and it freed up Nurkic to have this dominant performance. Um, so I, I don't know, like, what was going on there. Is it uh, Was it a schematics thing with Darvin and the staff? Hey, AD, just make sure Kevin and Book don't go off, you know, We'll get back to Nurkic and help, and that backfired. Um, or was it AD just like trying to roam and play free safety? Nonetheless, none of it worked. You think that AD goes on the floor and throws the playbook out and goes, "Hey, look, I'm doing my own thing." That guy right there, KD, he's really good. I got to make sure he doesn't have a big night. And by the way, I, K- I would be surprised if he freelanced, but I'm not going to rule it out as as one of the possibilities. And, and as far as I recall, without having the stats like right in front of me, KD that night was like seven of twenty two. He was not. He did not have a good KD shooting night. Right. right. So, but AD did a good job on KD, but unfortunately, it left easy shots for Nurkic. I mean, but even Nurkic, you can call him easy, but when he went into the paint and AD was there... Right, he, he, he bowled he, him over. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, AD does... If he's going to struggle with anything, he struggles with kind of big guys like that. Like Nurkic, um, you know, even Zubats to some extent. He's so much stronger than him. Um, there are a couple of guys like that that he struggles with from time to time. Physically. Gosh, it's hard to believe you're saying that these guys are stronger. They're stronger than, than AD. Davis. It's crazy. What do you mean crazy? How's I mean, that crazy? As big as he is, no, as but those guys are even bigger. His, as he looks, he gets tossed as, around like a rag doll all the time. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but he he. That, he those that, guys are is that true, DeAndre? Are definitely I mean, big, bigger. Zubac than Zubac is he's seven foot. He's, a, he's a, tr- a true big man. Nurkic is a true big man. AD really came in the league as a four, to be honest with you. Right, not really a five. Right, that's Come basketball on. right there. Do we do that? Is that how basketball works? Yeah, <laughs> really. Just that's make basketball sure I right there. I mean, make sure I got that. Thank God, DeAndre's here. Really? Yeah. Seriously, he's not a five, huh? He is a five. I mean, he's a five in 2024, but when he said when he came into the league, he was not a five. Okay. He was a four. Well, he, As a matter of fact, hmm. okay, to DeAndre's point, just reminded me of something. I remember when AD was in was in New Orleans, and I don't remember who the hell they had that would play like the four or five with him and switch it off. And I remember asking Alvin Gentry, who was his coach at the time in New Orleans, I said, hey, how come you guys don't introduce whoever it was, such and such? I think it was Omer Ashik. At the time, it was it, Omer. Oh Ashik. yes, Omer. I, I was going to say Omer Ashik. I, I was this close. It was on Adam's the tip apple. of my tongue. Omer Ashik, <laughs> huge Adam. Right, I remember that. That was yeah. a big Adam's apple. And I said, "Why do you guys um, announce him as the center, and 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 AD as the forward?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, you know, AD doesn't like being a center, blah, blah blah." So we just do it, just whatever. It doesn't matter. And it was like, and it was partly that was part of the case here too, early on, if you remember. Right. He, he had this whole thing where he doesn't want to play the five. Right. He's more of a four. But he's not. He's a, so when you say that these other guys are stronger, they are bigger just, and stronger. It just than sh- him. surprises me when you say that they're bigger and stronger. You, how much taller are they? An inch? 
Or how no, much but more do they the weigh? girth I'm talking about. You're talking yeah. girth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, Jokic, Jokic is another guy who okay. gives him all well, sorts of Well, I was talking trouble. length. You were talking girth. Yeah, those okay. guys are bigger and stronger okay, than him. But I was just talking they about, are t- you know. They are taller than him, but also he, much wider than him. When are you going to leave us? Because you want to do real sports radio shows. And this is, he can't hold. No, it's funny. He can't hang for more than two minutes. Well, we were mean? talking about length and girth. <laughs> yeah. what is it? This is girth basketball talk. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about Omir Ashik. The, the guy who had the big Adam's apple. It wasn't down Omar Ashik, though. It was someone else who used to float at the four, who played in overseas, too. Come I'll look back DeAndre, and find do it. Better, Don't worry man. About it. it wasn't, you were, that was good because he was on those teams. It was a good pull, but it wasn't him. Yeah. I'll find Not it. Him. But anyway, yes, they are much bigger and stronger than him, heavier than him. How much? I'm, I'm being serious. I mean, by at least 20, 30 pounds in oh, some cases. Oh, come on, man. Really? Yes. So anyway, long story short, he struggles against some of those guys at times because of the girth. That those guys have. Okay, not the length. Correct. Got it. Yes. Understood. Uh, but anyway, the Lakers, <laughs> dude, they are like stuck in this no man's land of the play-in, which is not ideal again. You're playing with fire here. So Not craft by Smoke and Fire, who's bringing us uh, this great food coming yes, up. Yes, can't wait. As a yeah. matter of fact, I think that uh, yeah, DeAndre, that DeAndre, what did you order from there? Masterclass. From uh, craft, I got a, a brisket, a, a grilled cheese brisket. Oh, grilled it was fire. cheese brisket. Oh, it was fire, man. Fire the cheese AF. is like wrapped yeah. around the brisket. Yes, oh, it was, and it was so, like fried. Oh, it was like the cheese fried, was fried oh. on top. And then of the it. waffle fries too. Oh, dude, fire, fire. AF yeah, you, is what fire. those things are. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Yeah. But hold on. I'm holding on. Here's the thing about where the Lakers are today. The okay. Lakers sit right now at 31 and 28. They're in ninth place. Somebody mm-hmm. would have to do some research quickly. Last year at this time. Through 59 games, mm-hmm. what was the Lakers' record a year ago? Because we all remember the way remember. they started off the but season it last year. it wasn't great. Okay, right, and this isn't great either. Yeah. But what happened is late in the season, as we all remember, the trades were made, the roster was improved, and they went on a late-season run. Take a 20. Okay, go ahead. Nikola Miritich. Yes. Yes, Nikola Miritich. Nikola Miritich. Yes. Who played for the Bulls, too. Right. Not right. as big Also, like Omar Apple. Ashik, exactly. who also played but, for the Bulls. But, but his Adam's apple was much smaller. Much smaller. <laughs> much smaller. <laughs> much smaller. You can Omar tell. Ashik, go look him up. Okay. Huge Adam's apple. Okay. All right. I will. I will. O-M-E-R. Mm-hmm. Last name Ashik, A-S-I-K. Like my boy Omer from the Waterboy. Right. Correct. Huge Adam's apple. Why you look at that now? While you're looking up Omar Ashik's Adam's apple. Oh my God! Right, huge Adam's apple. Look at that thing. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's a. Ser- it's like he swallowed an apple. Right. So anyway, you were saying, look, they're in the bad territory here. But here's the thing: when you look at the Lakers, and we can talk about their schedule, which is hard yeah. down the stretch. Okay, um, Sacramento, who is two games better than the Lakers right now, lost yesterday. Okay. Helped the Lakers big time. They got smoked last night by Miami. Well, it was not really smoked. They were getting smoked. Then they got to within two with four minutes left, and then Miami pulled away. Well, by it that was, time, was, Chris and I were already eating like a pepperoni and mushroom pizza, so I turned away from the game because I thought they were- carb coma. Right, exactly. Yeah. But Sacramento- um, They're right. the seven seed at the moment. Right, and they have 33 wins and 24 losses, whereas the Lakers have 31 wins and 28 They're losses. three games back. Correct. Hello. Dallas- Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Dallas is in the same situation that Sacramento is in. Correct. And they only okay. So basically, five through eight is they're only separated by a half game. Right. And New Orleans and Phoenix, yeah, who are five and six, they only have thirty four wins, three more wins than the Lakers. Right. Again, they're all those four teams: Phoenix, New Orleans, Sacramento, and Dallas are separated by half a game, and the Lakers are still three games behind the 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 last team there. All I'm getting at is this. Mm 
they're three games behind. Right. They're not five. They're not seven. They're not right, nine. But three's not easy to make up at this stage anymore. But look at the schedule. Right. And the, the opportunity to make these games up, it does exist going forward in the final, I got to figure out the okay. math here, 30 games so or so. So the only good thing that in the Lakers, Phoenix has the toughest remaining strength of schedule. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, they play all the tough teams, okay? They have a 569 winning percentage against, which is really high, okay, okay? Mm -hmm. by a long shot. Uh, the Lakers, though, again, and we talked about this a little bit with John the other day, are 524. Like, their schedule is not easy either. Like, they're the seventh toughest schedule remaining. So the Lakers, again, to get out of that play-in area, they have to surpass Sacramento, who – is in the same range as them. They and have they're the going to play them twice in the next two weeks. Correct. But Dallas' is winning percentage against uh, their strength of schedule remaining is under 500. Uh, Golden State is also under 500 like, re remaining. They have an easy schedule moving forward. Um, so it, it's going to be tough is kind of my point. Okay. But not impossible. And they're not coming from 2-12. and 12. Mm -hmm. He's they're not a failure, Eric. Tell them. They're coming from 31 and 28, and they're two wins behind these teams that are just right in front of them. Right, but three games back. I understand. Because of the loss column. The math, I, I do get it. I'm not great at math. Yeah. I acknowledge that. Yeah, but yeah. I do understand the difference between two and three. Right, right. Look, the Lakers last year, when they changed the roster and they went on a run, they did it in large part without LeBron. Can mm -hmm. we agree on that? Yeah, a big portion of it, yeah. Okay, now they've got LeBron. They've got AD. We've said over and over and over again, it depends on these two guys' health. Mm -hmm. Well, they've got them both healthy. So they've got the roster that they put together a year ago. They're, they're probably likely to get reinforcements when they get a guy like Jared Vanderbilt back, when they get a guy like Gabe Vincent, hopefully at some point this season. Mm -hmm. um, there's other guys that are still sitting on the bench injured. Mm -hmm. Okay, Cam Reddish comes to mind. Yeah. Okay, Guys that will come back as the season advances. Yeah. And in the last 30 games... As they start to bring reinforcements back, mm -hmm. healthy, fresh bodies, mm -hmm. it is my expectation they're going to get better. And they're going to win a bunch of games down the stretch. Yeah. And they're going to find themselves into that sixth seed area. So the Lakers have these games remaining. Two games against the Bucks. Okay. One game against the Clippers, which is tomorrow. Mm hmm. Uh, one game against the Cavs, who they are 1-0 against, one game against Denver, two against Minnesota that they're 0-2 against, okay. and one against OKC. So those are their toughest games remaining. When they play Minnesota, if Alex Rodriguez is sitting courtside, um, have you He's, seen he was very tan. a Rod? Yeah. I mean, oh my! Did you God. see what he said on social media? He I, I explained did. why he fell asleep. I, I looked at him on yeah. TV and I'm like, what? What? What does he do? Was he been laying in a tanning bed? Yeah, I mean, he's Dominican. What's wrong with that? If he has a tanning bed? Wait, but he's Dominican. Like he's I, I, naturally but, but like he got was pigmentation than I'd ever seen. Yeah. Like it looked like a totally different human. Right, being. He fell asleep in the sun, right? And then he had to come out and explain it to everybody. Well, because everybody made it a big deal right. on the <laughs> internet. Like, bro, you're like three shades darker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, listen. Some of us have more, uh, you know, pigmentation than others. Well, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Mm. I came back from Mexico. Everybody's like, hey, nice tan. Yeah. Three shades darker. It's just like, like a more like Not reddish. to be confused with a lighter shade of brown. Yeah. Uh, anywho. Do you get uh, that reference? No. Really? Not at all. You don't know the group lighter shade of brown? Not really. Wow, Cappy. Wow. 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 What? Yeah. Cappy, coming up next, none of this may matter anyway. Okay. What? In regards to where the Lakers finish and where uh, and well, our everybody's food upset from Kraft and Smoke and no, Fire. I think is it's here. more like lighter shade of brown. I like oh. No, it's not. Not getting the references. Like people are upset about oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, yeah. 
It's not great. I mean, dude, I'm the guy who's going to a, a show, you know, to see like a group called the Wood Brothers. You know, these guys are like folky, sort of like half rock kind of stuff. Like, I'm, you know, what is this? I don't know who the darker shade of brown guys are. Lighter wow. shade of brown. Oh, sorry. Anyway, who are they? What song do they sing? On a Sunday afternoon, and amongst others. There we go. That was Huggy Boy. Yeah, let's play this. What else are we going to do? Just hear Cap make bad NBA takes? Let me see, uh, let me see if I know this. What? You wouldn't know a good NBA take versus a bad NBA take. No, you I, I, I would. NBA, I would just listen to other shows you, to do you it. You wouldn't know the NBA if it bit you on the you-know-what. Ah. You hit the post, though. Oh, I, I know this song. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I did we knew you knew the song. I know this song. Yes. This is the lighter shade of brown? Yes. We should just play this over and over. We'll get more engagement than you trying to talk NBA, Cap. I know this song. All right, coming up next, let's... I'm good at NBA It may not matter anyway where the Lakers finish or anyone finishes. Play it going out, too. Okay, but also, there's a big problem in the NFL. Oh, really? Yeah, and I feel like this is more up your alley. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to that Since you failed three segments in a row. (laughs) No, that's not true. That's true. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 520 in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday. Sonato and Cappy. On this day in 1992, the number one hit was Mr. Big. No way. Go ahead, say something. I love this song. To be with you, Uh, Mr. Big. Smile. (laughs) This is a great jam. I wouldn't have known Mr. Big either. Really? Yeah, I mean, I would never have come up with the name of this band. Really? No, sir. I feel like this is their only song that I know. know. They're definitely one-hit wonders. Also, today is uh, National Pokemon Day. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. It's all over the place. Pokemon is very popular today. Oh, 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 oh. What'd you say? There was a Pokemon convention. No, that was Pokeball. When? Recently? Yeah, I think it's either this weekend or it was last weekend. It's like the Rose Bowl. Oh. They're having a Poke convention? Oh, yeah. Pokemon. It's a big thing. Oh, Pokemon. Pokemon Go convention. At the Rose Bowl? Yep. Dude, that's a huge thing. Pokemon yeah. is a huge thing. Remember when they did that digital thing where you would have to find like Pokemon? Yeah, that's what yeah. About Pokemon Go. Yeah, I played that on during this, COVID. Yeah. On this day in 1974, People Magazine was published for the first time. Speaking of magazines, today 
during Pepe Montilla's acceptance speech. Oh, yes. Because he's right. also in the Hall of Fame. Mazel Pepe. Not Pepe. just Mason Ireland, right. but Pepe's son did a great job. We found out that Pepe wrote for the Latino Playboy. In the 70s. No way! Yes. <laughs> you could totally see it, right? There was a Latino yeah. Playboy? Yeah, Pepe, uh, Playboy Espanol. I'll bet you it was hotter than the regular Playboy. Oh, nothing worse than the the horse. Listen, you know, the brownies, they got that, that warm blood flowing through those veins. I'll tell you right now, man, um, just like that show I was telling everybody about on Telemundo, Chicas Caliente. Yeah. Seriously, I mean... <laughs> That that's that would be. I'd like to see that. I'd like to read some of Pepe's work in the Latino Playboy. Hmm. You can imagine Pepe in the seventies. He was out of control. You know, he's still a ladies' man, Pepe. Well, I really liked. The way I met his uh, his girlfriend at the Mandy. The whole family house. was there today. Yeah. Oh, really? The entire Mishbucha? Oh, the whole was in the house. Really? Yeah. yeah. I like that you shouted him out at the very beginning of your speech. Yeah, that was a great job, Christopher. Nice. You actually did a great job. Why yeah. do you say actually? Because, because I think there was the, they were worried that you were going to go off the rails. I mean, Pete Arbogast was like really worried, wasn't he? Pete Arbogast, let me tell you something about Pete Arbogast. Go ahead. Oh, let me Jesus. hear. Go okay. ahead. First of all, he's grinding me still over $50. He, he, wait, you didn't pay for the ticket? I, The company, GKB, paid for the table. Okay, and he wanted more? Well, he kept negotiating with me. Like, what did you What do you think? He started at 100 he got down to 50 What, what are we talking no, about? it was here? 950 for the table. Okay. I countered with 600 I went well. <laughs> well, I figured. Here's the thing. They had this to is get, right out of my playbook, <laughs> by the way. This but is here's great. the yeah. thing. That's why you left. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Three of the seats you had to give us anyway. Yeah. You had to give a free seat to Mason Iron when you give an award, and you right. had to give a free seat to me. So I said, "Well, that's three hundred right there." Right. Because he was like, "Oh, you can all sit together." I said, "Great, right. I agree." Nine and a half seats at the table. No, it's ten. Yeah. I said, "So you get fifty dollars off." So you're at six fifty. He goes, "Well." No, we need 800. I said, what kind of discount is that? That's not a discount. I said, 600 all in. I just always say all in when I'm trying to lock it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 600 all in. Yeah. He goes, no, we need 800. <laughs> all right. So what okay. happened after that? I said, no, you're getting six. Okay. That's it. Then what happened? Then it was, well, we don't even need to give you guys a table then. Ooh. I said, then we don't need to be there. Oh. I said, aren't you moving the This was over the weekend. Aren't you moving the whole award show so Mason and Iron could be there? Which they did. Like, they moved the entire... Because normally it's at during when there are right, on the and air. a lot of people took a shot, shot shots today during it. Like, really, oh, and we know it's a lot earlier than usual. Usual, you haven't met in two years. Is this settle what down. Ross Porter was upset? No, about? Ross Porter. That's a okay, different. Okay, that thing. was a different story. Mm. I wasn't there. I didn't hear it. Anyway, we settled at seven hundred. Okay, and he was very upset. <laughs> Up to the point, so I had to give the information to Stephanie so she could use the corp card. Oh, my God. And she goes, uh, just confirming, confirm with them that they got it. I said, no problem. I text him, hey, you guys got the uh, the order. He goes, it's 50 light. 50 it's, light? I said, no, it's it's perfect. He goes, no, you still owe 50. I go, okay. We never paid the extra 50. Wow. And today on the way out, he goes, thanks, Chris, for your help today. I said, no problem, Pete. Good to see you. He goes, remember that 50. Now, I think he was joking, but he ain't getting that 50. Why don't you go to, like, uh, get him a gift card, you know, like from the back somewhere, like maybe a $50 <laughs> to, like, Lazy Dog or something. You know Here you go, Pete. Take yeah. that. <laughs> I love the fact that you grinded him on this. He was grinding me. I didn't know this. This makes me very happy. <laughs> very happy, in fact. Good Lord. Seriously. That is beautiful. And Mace and I, and Mace Ironman and I didn't even eat breakfast. Well, what was the breakfast? What was served? Well, again, it's Eggs, Lakeside probably. Golf Club. It's a nice spread. But you saw the spread. What did it look like? I, Corporate Greg was eating bacon. He had a bagel in there. Yeah. Eggs. And by the way, Corporate Greg doesn't have to wear a suit. He's fine. Why I don't people, know why. Again, these people, they, 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 they pick apart everything. 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 So there are five guys in the picture. There's, there's Tommy Lamb. The chairman of the Funny Games Department and now a general sales manager. Right. There's Christopher Arthur Morales. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wearing a very nice custom-made suit. 
You got Mason who pulled something out from somewhere in the attic. He's looking good right now with the scruff, by the way. Looks sharp, right? Yeah. And then you had Ireland, who's always dressed very nicely, you know, as a professional broadcaster. Correct. And then, and then Bergy, he likes to wear kind of like the, the pullover business, sweater business look. casual. Yeah. He didn't, yeah. He didn't you just couldn't jacket. wear jeans. I think he looked fine. You couldn't wear jeans. He yeah. didn't wear jeans. Business casual was the dress code, May said. Yeah. yeah, he looks fine. Looks fine. But did he contemplate but lakeside, coat? lakeside golf clubs rules is no jeans. Did they have an extra sport coat there for people who don't bring sport coats? Could they have given him one? I saw a few people today without sport coats. Okay. Bless you. It, bless God, you. May the Lord bless you. Thank yeah. you. You know? So, I mean, listen, that's a picture that's going to live forever. So, I don't know. Maybe you maybe you did need to, like, put on a coat. I think that- Do you want to, do you want to address yeah. this, Bergman? I mean, I Bergy, do you, want to, do you want to tell everybody what your, your thinking was there? Yeah, unless the you audience want to, unless you want to hear Cap do more NBA talk. I think he looks nice. Yeah, I mean, He's if I have to fine. do more Lakers talk today, forget it. I mean, it's not going to matter anyway because Jokic, if they're healthy, they're going to win the whole thing right. again. So there, you know what? Hey, what is your line when you when you kind of get to the end? All in. All hey, in. hey, <laughs> if Jokic is healthy, the Nuggets are going to win. All in. All in. All in. All right, hold on a just second. Just turn here it comes, on. Just here comes Bergy. You can just talk. It's just us. Yeah, yeah. Here, it's just the guys. I don't even hear anything. Yeah. I hear that's fine. Yeah, I think I look nice. I think you look fine. Let me take a look at you. Stand up over here. Hey, there you go. Here you Come go. here. Do you All right. Spin around for Does you? he look good, Booby? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, both of us have very flat asses. Yeah. I mean, I admit that, you know. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, nice what are you shoes. laughing at? I mean, I may have a flatter ass than he does. Seriously. Why are you checking him out like that? He turned around, so I checked him out. I got enough junk in the trunk for both of you. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's hard for me to throw the dump truck when I barely have one. I thought I put on, actually, I put some thought into it. I just didn't want to wear a suit. Why not? Well, how about a jacket? Just a sport jacket. I know. I don't want to. You don't do that. So that's not his thing. I don't understand why people have to give him a hard time about it. Who's giving him a hard time? People on Twitter. That's why we're talking about this. Oh, not on people on Instagram. Was it on Instagram? The people on Twitter would really dress up for the occasion, you know? Uh, yeah. well, no, we don't need to. We don't need to reverse it. Wow. Wow. The, um, the people that are probably ripping Greg probably it's just like leave him alone. He that? followed the dress code. Leave him alone. Uh, this is absolutely following the dress code. I have no problem with anything that I wore. I looked at myself, said, "Hey, that looks fine. That looks okay. good." Okay. So yeah. you felt good about I the felt, way you look. I felt good. Most people were in suits, so I did feel a little bit. You awkward. felt underdressed. A little bit, and I was like, eh, I feel good. I'm mm-hmm. happy with what, what I'm wearing. Did Ross Porter say something about your gear today? Because I still don't know what Ross Porter said, but apparently he offended you. Yes, it was. you would be offended too. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Knowing you, you'd be very offended. Actually, well. you would have been more offended. You would have, been you would have walked offended. out. I think I you almost, Greg and I almost walked out. We talked about it. Yeah, we there did. was a full-on conversation. Should we walk out? Was there? Was any? Did anybody else walk out? No. No. Did he and just then use? Mason started to clap, and I said, "Don't do that! Don't clap!" <laughs> no, no, hold on. Mason didn't clap at what the comment was. Mason no, no, clapped no, no, the end yes, when yes. they said, "Okay, Ross, yeah, good night, everyone." It was, everyone. Right. It it was then, not for the comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be clear about that. Did what? anyone else clap? At uh, the comment? No. no, no. I'm sorry. At the end, no, everybody did because he's 85 years old. Nobody really knew what to do. Yeah. yeah. Had he had he gone down on the stage, would you have given a mouth to mouth, Bergy? No. Based not at that point. Based on what he said. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I still don't know how to do it. So if I could save a life, I would. But oh, I don't okay. know how to do that. Okay. You're not you CPR certified. No, I'm not CPR certified. Yeah, but still, I mean, you've seen it in movies. I mean, isn't a... that part of like the Disney protocol as a manager? You need to know CPR. I mean, we we have to do. I'm it. just joking. I have yeah. no idea. I completely made that up. <laughs> just throw stuff at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, hey, let's get back to talking about the Lakers. Because oh, here's the God, thing. Well, no. actually, we have to talk about you mooching off Jacob and Ronnie. We can do that later. But Craft got here too. Oh, there you go. The food's here. Excellent. Thank you, Laura, for making that happen. And our friends at Craft by Smoke and Fire. Correct. Life. I'm yes. glad that you got it right after one time, other than Cappy, who gets it wrong every week. What? It's craft. 
By smoke and fire. Oh, by smoke and fire. Yeah. What do I call it? You don't even you don't even know what to call it, because you're an idiot. Yeah. I call it like craft in something. We're going to start calling you the mooch, like Steve Mariucci, like you did with Jacob. But by the way, speaking of Jacob, if you're injured in an auto accident of any kind, you might be wondering, what are some of the advantages of hiring my guy, Jacob? Well, first of all, you get into the action, you call him at 844-24-JACOB, but you're also hiring someone who has 25 years or over 25 years of experience. But maybe the simplest answer is Jacob and his team will hold your hand through the entire process, okay? Jacob will handle everything from the phone calls, the rental car, get your car fixed, finding your doctor in your area. So you get into the accident, you call him at 844-24-JACOB, and then he takes care of all that stuff I just mentioned. They'll deal with the insurance company on your behalf, because we know that's a pain in the rear, and Jacob can immediately get you the medical attention you deserve. And with 25-plus years of experience, he has the reputation in the cloud to get you the compensation you deserve. So if you're injured in an accident, there's only one name to remember, guys. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Guys, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Man, you call Jacob, he'll win for you. So call him at 844-24-JACOB. You get into an accident, call him at 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844 844- 24 Jacob, or visit them online at calljacob.com. Radio Tinder is next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 5.32 in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday on Cap Radio Tinder time, we like to play a TV theme. She turns 40 today. She was, of course, on House of Cards. I don't want to do a spoiler alert, but she ended, you know, she was written out after the second season. It's been enough time. Kate Mara, the great Kate Mara. Is she the one that uh, Kevin Spacey... Kind of threw on the train tracks? Yes, when I said no spoiler, that's... Dude, the show's 15 years old. Yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah, I feel like it's... Dude, I didn't know you were going to get excited over this. Dude. Well, dude, I mean, you don't like us talking about the Lakers. Well, let me rephrase it. You don't like me talking about the Lakers. Your content's soft. House of Cards. I can talk to you all day. Oh, I love it. Meanwhile... By the way, we got to talk about something for real. Okay, go ahead. This ribeye. Unbelievable, right? What did we tell you, huh? Unbelievable. Craft by smoke and fire? Yeah. I mean, just fire. Right. This thing is delicious. Right. They don't even need the smoke part. Yeah. Yeah, it's delicious. I want all that smoke. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Hearing can... people eat on the radio is one of the grossest things ever. You know what? Then let's not do the show today. Why don't we <laughs> just, just go saying. to tape then? <laughs> just saying it's really gross. What do you guys got? Go ahead. Radio Tinder time. Take it away, DeAndre and Lindsay. What is that called? Miso. Remember we there was a name for it? Eating on the air? No, eating, eating the, the sound of people eating. Mesothelioma. Is that, right? like that. is that right? So like that. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I, it. No, yeah. I think it's it. I think it's about uh, hearing people eat on. on the radio. Uh, you can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Founded in the city of Downey, just like me. Like who? Me. Oh. Misophonia. That's what it's called. I think there was a song called I that. know. I remember. Uh, take it away. Uh, 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 the Two Life Crew, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Misophony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made that joke the last time, too. <laughs> <laughs> See, even though we, we were about to uh, not do the segment, we yeah. still made it funny. We should have Uncle Luke on one day. Let's do it. Do it again. Be so, we'll do it again. Me so phony. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Lindsay. Take it away, Lindsay. Take it away, Lindsay. All right, so last night, Pistons coach Monty Williams ripped the officials for missing a critical call near uh, the end of a loss to the Knicks. Sorry, I lost my place. Here is what he said. 
The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. You tell him, Monty. That, that's an abomination. Yes. You cannot miss that in an NBA game. Right. Period. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me, what more can we do, coach? That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long, and enough's enough. You cannot dive into a guy's legs in a big-time game like that and there be a no-call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called, period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game, and that was not fair. I'm done. Loved it. So do you agree with what he said? Swipe left or swipe right, George? Uh, I'm swiping right, yeah. I mean, look, the league admitted after the game that they were wrong, right? Like, that's the tough part, too, because everyone in the world saw it live in real time, and for whatever reason, the officials missed it. Um, It's, I mean, it really is egregious. Like, the guy literally, like, tackled him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was nuts. And here's the thing. That's where he tackled him. (laughs) So you can't even get through it. (laughs) Thank you. Do you think you'll get fined, George, still? Yes. Um, he shouldn't, though. Right. I made that case earlier today. Like, he should not get fined, especially since they admitted they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I, I've known Monty a little bit from just doing games. He's an he, he's a good dude. Like, he's not the guy that's going to go off like this. Like, for him to get to that point, yeah. And it's been a crazy, frustrating right, season. They're terrible. He's got the worst team in the league. They're the they're the second youngest team in the sport. Like, they they've had a lot of injuries. They've dealt with a lot of stuff. He's dealing with a lot of personal stuff too. Um, in his family that is, is some of it is on the record so I don't want to get into too much detail uh, but nonetheless when you're a young team like that okay and regardless of the sport right you're a young team like that you're on the road against a good Knicks mm-hmm, team okay mm-hmm. and you have a chance to win a game like that when you haven't won very much at all, at all this season that's a big moment for those young guys and that team and for it to be ripped away from them basically because of poor officiating just stinks man when you're eight and 49 and you can actually find a defining moment in your season and the referees job you when it's as clear as day yeah it's extremely frustrating it sucks you know and here's the thing it's totally utterly unacceptable in this way you got three refs on the floor yeah the what six six eyes nobody saw it I mean, come on. That's not a not, that's not a play on. Like you can't do that. Like I'm sorry. There's and, no chance. And, Somebody has to blow a whistle there. And if you're the NBA yeah. and you have three officials right. and it's that obvious and no one makes a call, honestly, there has to be a repercussion for the referee. They should be suspended. Yeah. Okay? Or or they should be benched for a period of time. You're ruining the game. And and then it's bad for business because when a coach comes out on that sort of a stage in New York and has to go ripping through these guys, yeah. and then, of course, it's as sensational as can be, so SportsCenter is going to play it over and over again when nobody cares about the Detroit Pistons, but they love what the coach said. Right. So it's bad for business. Yeah, and look, you've talked about this a lot, officiating in all these sports. Has, they suck. It's it's hit. Uh, They're the worst. Well, we just suck right now. I will tell you this. In the NBA, specifically, okay, because um, I saw some crazy calls in college this year when I was doing games that I was just like, what? But in the NBA, the highest what? level, right? 
I had this conversation multiple times with different coaches because it started with one coach who's been a longtime NBA coach who told me this. And then I started asking more guys, like kind of off the record. Like, because this one coach brought it to my attention. He says, the biggest problem we have is that a lot of the, a big chunk of the officials now are young. Like, they've, this is like their first couple of years because they had in the NBA a bunch of the old guys just mm-hmm. retire, right? Yeah. Or move on. Like, they took positions with the league or whatnot. Um, and that's also part of the problem. Now, I suggested this. I'm curious because. Remember, there was a time in basketball there were only two officials, not three. And there was a time in the NFL where there wasn't as many officials as there are on the field currently. Sports continues to get um, harder to officiate because athletes get bigger, stronger, and faster. Why don't you consider adding a fourth official? You know what I mean? Like, why not? Like, how does it hurt to have one extra pair of eyes in these scenarios? It's just, honestly, just horrendous. Just a terrible no call. It cost a bad team that's a young team right. an opportunity to have a defining moment of their season. Agreed. Something to build on. Yeah. And the referees took it from them. And, you know, as a coach, you always say, don't let the referees dictate the outcome of a game. But this time it happened. That's it exactly was nothing right. you could do about that's it. Exactly hey, right. rack Cappy. Rack that me. was good. Rack me. That was good, Cappy. You got give, through that one. Give me some rack. There Isn't also the should be a mechanism. There should be a mechanism where Secaucus could step in. Right. And when, they have those guys there in Secaucus already. Right. Because the point. whole thing yeah. is he, nobody can challenge if there's a no call. But right. when it's so obvious, it, yeah. somebody should be able to say, guys, come yeah. on, yeah. you missed it. Yeah. And for the league to step in. Right. Isn't that why they're there? I, I'm I, In theory, you would think. And right. again, listen, just using the NFL, if guys screw up calls, they don't get better assignments. They don't get into the playoffs. Well, that happens in the NBA, too, though. Well, these guys right here, yeah. I don't know who these three were. Yeah. Terrible. And they yeah. should all be sat yeah. down. Scumbags? Uh, no. They, you know what? They should be sent to junior Let's varsity high school basketball is what they should. In fact, that's too high of a level. God, what's at least? Like five-year-old basketball. Call some travels, why don't you? What's next, Linz? DeAndre's got the next one. Oh, DeAndre. So, uh, up, Big D? Over, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> so over the weekend, I, I saw a college basketball game. And it, was, it was a trending on Twitter. And uh, it was Mississippi Valley State. They were 0-27 going into the con- contest against Prairie, Prairie View. Mm-hmm. They played in the, the SWAC, the so- Southwestern Athletic Conference. We know. Uh, Which is an HBCU conference. We know this. Right. this so, is basketball. So um, they won their first game. They're 1-27 on the season. And this is what the final call uh, sounded like. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Coach Ivory. <laughs> I love that. Those <laughs> guys. Awesome. Those are guys are awesome. <laughs> those were. That, was that is hilarious. That was so my question to you guys is: for a school going one one twenty seven like that. Is it okay 
to like uh, you know for a moment like that. For oh hell hit. yeah, swipe <laughs> right every time, dude. I mean, you've had one of the most miserable seasons of of maybe your school's history, right? Like you finally get off the schneid and get that first victory. Like you should be able to celebrate all day long. And those guys who were doing the broadcast, they had to sit through all that right. misery. They're zero and twenty seven too, you know. And when they finally win, I shout out everybody. There's shout <laughs> out the equipment manager. Let me tell you something. Shout out the towel boy. There is nothing worse, like from a media perspective, than when you are saddled with a bad team like it's it's miserable to your point like it's it, yeah so it, you having bad from media think about it from the coaches no, possession uh, no the players i mean it's obvious that it's, those guys no, are, it's are horrible miserable. but it, like if it's hard for the media could you imagine how hard it is for the rest of the organization or a program in that particular case i mean it's brutal so celebrate as much as you want and man. celebrate like you just won the whole thing right you know the yeah. video's even there. better they're like so pumped it's great good for them yeah i've been there i've done that you know, I was 0-19. What did you sound like? What, like, what would be your call if you well, I was, won? Well, I, I was the third base coach, and we were, we were 0-19. We were the worst Little League team of all time. And when we finally broke through and we won game 20, we celebrated like it was a game seven walk-off grand slam with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, and we just won the freaking World Series. And these were seven-year-olds in Little League. <laughs> did you pour Gatorade but in Stormy yeah, Field? You don't understand. It was crazy because it just sucks when you suck that bad. This video, there's literally, they're like, he's like, they're starving the court, and there's like 20 people in the stands. <laughs> That's cool, man. That was pretty fun. Those guys are great. All right, what's next? All right, so the NFL's trade deadline has been set for the Tuesday after week eight for over a decade now, but that could change now. Browns general manager Andrew Barry, with the support of other teams, submitted a proposal to move the trade deadline back two weeks so it would be after week 10. His three oh. main reasons are... To give teams the most flexibility as long as possible to have the best product down the stretch run into the playoffs, to maintain the competitive competitive integrity of the season, and to retroactively correct the fact that the trade deadline never moved when the season expanded to 17 games. Do you think they should move the trade deadline? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? Um, I will swipe left. Mostly because it doesn't even really matter to me. You know what I mean? Like... I, I the three reasons that he just gave you as to why the only one of them that sounded even remotely reasonable was the expansion of the schedule right. from 16 games to 17. But that's games. a pretty big one. It is, but yeah. the trade deadline in the NFL, as we all know, is not what it is in baseball. It's not what it is in basketball. Right. Okay? But there was more movement this year than we've seen in a while. The last couple of years, there have been at least a few guys that have moved that you're like, oh, that's interesting. I just don't know that changing it from week eight to week ten well, I does think you, anything major. I think what he's why he's proposing it because it would create more potential movement because the further you get into the season, the more injuries that tend to happen. And football is a battle of attrition, so I think what he's suggesting is not only because the schedule has expanded, but because generally, if you're a contending team, if you have more time it will allow you to be able to kind of survey your own particular area uh, on your team, survey your division, see how teams are stacking up, and maybe you say, you know what, I'm going to be more aggressive and go after a particular player if he's available. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it would. But um, I honestly, of the three things that you just said that he gave a reason, the only thing that even made sense to me was, hey, look, we expanded the schedule. We went from 16 games to 17 games. We yeah. went from 17 weeks to 18 weeks. Yeah. So, you know, that by itself has me thinking, okay, I mean, maybe there's a little bit of validity, but just trades like big-ass trades, you don't trade a starting quarterback. Well, it doesn't have to be a big trade. Like, think about the guys who are, like, right on the cusp of the playoffs, and it's week 10, and you're like, oh, man, there's no way that, you know, you, you lose, like, two major guys. 
You know, I feel like a trade there that would be you can trade with a team that's no longer in the playoff hunt and, you know, help make it more competitive. It's like fantasy football when you're out of it and you just stop setting your lineup. And everyone else gets mad because they're like, oh, no, you just you just threw your team. The whole league screwed up. I feel like it's kind of like that. I'm trying to think of like an impactful trade that happened last year, like of a player that went from one team to another team that made major impact. Well, Chase Young got yeah, traded Chase to Young. the Niners. That's, I mean, he's, Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. What week was that? Does anybody know? That was at the trade deadline. Yeah, it was right at the deadline. I think it was on like Maybe. deadline day. Okay, the so day that's before. a good one. Okay, didn't, so there's one. Didn't Von Miller get traded at the deadline one year? Yes, one year, I believe. When he I mean, came to the Rams? Been, it would have been like four or yes. five years ago. Yeah. Okay, when he yeah. came to the Rams? Okay, yeah. that's a good one. Uh, didn't McCall Hardman, who ended up scoring the game when he touched down in the Super Bowl, get traded? Don't know that one. The Jets? I'm Don't. pretty sure that was, well, he was with the Jets well, when he started the, the season. How about, um, yeah, okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah. That's right, he did, That's right. yes, but I wonder when that was. Very good. Okay. Hey, good job. Did you just look that up, or did you? Uh... Well, well, I knew the thing... Chase Young one, but I'm looking up Merkel Hardman now. You know, there's this thing called Google you can use. Right, but I'm not using it. Chase Young, right? I remember because that was like a big deal. That was people a big were deal. like, dude, he's going to be with Boza on the other side. Like, yeah. 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 All right, so very good. There have been, and like I that? think there could be yeah, more. Right. Feel good about that, right. That is Radio right. Tinder brought to you by our friends right. at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right at Tequila Mandala. Woo! Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold, including. Craft by Smoke and Fire. Yes. Okay, where we're having this uh, great ribeye and this, uh, you know, these great quesadillas. Uh, visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. So, Cappy, coming up next, let's get into, speaking of football, there's all these issues with running backs right now. There's a million running backs available, including really the good big ones. stars, yeah. Um, so, let's kind of tackle that as well. You see what I did there? I like that very but much. But first, talk to me about your friend, Avner Gat. Hello! When you call Avner Gat. When you call that number, 818-917-5256, 818-917-5256, on the receiving end of that call will be Avner Gat. And if for some reason, and I'm talking it's like a small, small chance, but if for some reason it's not Avner Gat, it's his family. It's his wife. It's his daughter. It's his son. When you get that call, hello. That's right. Avner Gat. What hello. Can, what can he do for you? I'm going to tell you right now. If you've had an incident, water damage, uh, some kind of a broken pipe, uh, toilet overflow, now all of a sudden, what do you do? You call your homeowner's insurance. Homeowner's insurance comes out and they go, okay, we see the problem. Here, we'll give you $10,000. We'll fix the problem. You find out, wait a second, it's going to cost $50,000, $100,000 to fix the problem. And you start trying to negotiate with the insurance company and you find out that is a losing proposition. That's when you call Avner Gat because Avner Gat works with these insurance companies. He has been working with them for years. He's a public insurance adjuster who's on your side. He's got all the five-star reviews to prove that he's been very, very successful for his clients. Yelp, Google, Better Business Bureau, all the big reviews. But bottom line comes down to this. You're going to try and negotiate with your homeowner's insurance company. You shouldn't have to. You pay them every month. They should pay you what it costs to fix the problem, but they don't want to do that. That's why you need Avner Gat. And let me tell you something. Nobody messes with Avner Gat. Call him. 818-917-5256. Visit his website, avnergat.com. A-V-N-E-R-G-A-T. Avnergat.com. I keep saying you're going to be surprised that Avner's going to take the call himself, but you're not going to be surprised because I'm telling you every day. 818-917-5256. Eight minutes in front of 6 p.m. on a live imaging Tuesday. Sit out cap. Big E in the circle of trust suggested this. And anytime we can roll a little Rob, keep that up there, DeAndre. No fades, no fades, baby. Since you don't know wider shade of brown, you know little Rob. Summer nights. Uh, 
This is new? No, no, it was like 2005, but we play it every summer. Oh, really? This is like brand new music to me. This is just dropped this joint. It's brand new. Shocker that you say that, Cappy. That's, this is the summer joint, man. And this is Little Rob? Little Rob. Okay. You can't front with Little Rob, you know what I'm saying? Is he related to Lil Wayne? No. Just because it's Lil in the name? Right. Well, I mean, the same name. I mean, a lot of times when people have the same name, they're related. Okay. You, know, like you, a, you try fronting with Little Rob, yeah, then he's going to hit you with his lowrider. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't want any problems with Little Rob. Ah, uh, uh. No, you can't go ah, uh, ah uh, with everything. Well, now I'm feeling it. When I feel things, I say ah, uh, ah. Uh. You get the hyenas when you play this. Easy, <laughs> easy with the hyenas. Summer nights. Nice. By the way, next week, I think we're going to have Yali Crew in studio, you and me. No way. The day that shit out. Because I don't want to deal with the nonsense. You don't want to deal with that. He don't want to put a sailor hat on. No, and the whole outfit. You know, like the village people. <laughs> <laughs> and you you got like four minutes of sports in you, so we might as well bring Yali Crew in. Yeah, bring him in. George, you don't want to put on a sailor hat? That uh, sure, w- That would not? be very funny. Like George in a sailor hat playing along with Yali Crew. I think yeah, I don't think funny. that's going to hold up very well. You don't think so? <laughs> no. He's going to be like, guys, what do you think of the Lakers? <laughs> I mean, people do tune into a sports station occasionally. We're not a sports station. We're a personality really? radio station that talks yeah, sports. I, I get it. Did you hear it in the speech? Yeah. You did say that. I did. You did tell it. everybody that. I get it. I think you were talking to Pete Arbogast in particular. Or wasn't it him who was kind of ripping the station that the only show that he likes is Mason and I? He Island? actually said it. That wasn't. No, I think that was in the tape, was it? Or did we cut off before then? Where he made a point of saying everything else. Other than Mason Iron, when he referenced the other show that was nominated for something else, uh, everything else is not good. Really? Yeah, but I, I don't know if he's actually ever listened. How old is he? I don't know. Well, how, uh, take a guess. 70, 75? I would or? say Pete's in his late 60s, early okay. 70s. The only reason I ask is because there's a lot of old timers out there that think this is the way it's done. And well, it's that no- was that's what my point was. You're right. And a lot of them were in that room. Yeah, and, and, and the way it was done 30 years ago is the way it's supposed to be right. done today. And if it's not done this way, then it's not done the right way. And the thing is, is that the more you tell us that, the more we know we're doing the right thing. No, it's, it's just like the people. But they, they, they've died out, the ones that used to say, oh, oh you guys no, don't listen, talk enough sports. I, you, I, I Listen, I mean. They don't complain anymore. But they listen nonstop. I mean, when you and I first started working together, the biggest complaint I got was that, that I wasn't doing enough sports right. on the show that I was doing back in those days. Um, but I still feel like there's a balance to well, have. No, listen, our name is ESPN. We're going to yeah. get to sports. We're going right. to get to the Lakers. And we're going to give, you know, a few bits here and there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for the electrolytes, by the way. Our friends I'll get it in the next break. LMNT. Nice. L-M-N-T. That's what I drink like three, four times a day. Tell you what, this quesadilla is fire, though. Yeah, the ribeye incredible. Yeah, great, right, right? Craft by smoking fire. Phenomenal, maybe? Phenomenal. <laughs> In stereo. Right on. Uh, Cappy. Yes, sir. This running back situation is fascinating. So running backs, basically, I want to say about like 15 years ago, mm. there was uh, the NFL kind of figured out, oh, wait, why do we need to draft a running back so high? Like, there's so many examples of guys who are undrafted or drafted late that you don't have to pay a lot of money. To um, me, the first guy, just if I think about like the first guy who kind of exemplified that, went into the Hall of Fame just a couple of years ago, Terrell Davis. Right. Because when the right. seventh round draft pick. Right, when the Broncos could not win a Super Bowl with John Elway, who was the, the offense was Elway centric. Yeah. When Elway got older and they became more of a running team, yeah. that's when they started to win. Right. And Terrell Davis, it was like, wait a second, I don't get it. He's not the first round pick. 
from Georgia. He's right. a late round pick. So clearly you can get running backs later. They don't have to be first rounders anymore. Right, even undrafted. And then what also happened was teams started to realize when math became more of a thing, hey, running back is the shortest lifespan of any of the positions in the sports, an average of like two and a half, three seasons. Once basically. you get to 30, a running back's career generally falls off the oh, cliff. Even the good ones, mm -hmm. to your point. But like the average lifespan was three seasons mm -hmm. for the average running back. You take them the good, the bad, et cetera, you know, all in between. And so there was that going against them. What the stuff we talked about with guys being taken in different positions, not having to be, or positions of the draft or even undrafted. And then the game also skewed more towards passing. Mm -hmm. So the combination of those things have really put the running backs in a bind. Um, Think about this. Uh, Melvin Gordon was a Heisman finalist right. and was a first-round first round draft, draft choice. Yeah. Okay, Out of the league, right? Isn't he? Um, or he, no, was he, on, he was on Kansas City. Yeah. Um, at least maybe He was not. for part of the season. Okay. Austin Eckler. Right. Undrafted. Right. From a Division II school. I want to yeah. say like Northern Colorado yeah. or mm -hmm. something like that. And a guy like Austin Eckler could make a guy like Melvin Gordon, who was a first-round pick, right. expendable. An undrafted, yep. free agent, yep. Division II player right. could make a Heisman Trophy finalist first-round pick expendable. Right. So names that are out there right now, like Saquon Barkley, uh, Josh Jacobs of the Raiders, mm -hmm. uh, Derek Henry of the Titans, mm -hmm. like all those guys, there's a long list of like 10 guys, 10 mm -hmm. running backs, all who have had some modicum of success yep. in the NFL that are currently available right now. And I am, look, I'm curious to see what the marketplace is for them because Saquon Barkley, we had this conversation, you and I. I mean, he deserved more than the franchise tag. Like, we clearly saw that the Giants' success was the two seasons ago was mm -hmm. clearly because of Saquon Barkley. He wasn't sure as hell not Daniel Jones. Right. But they wound up giving Daniel Jones 40 million a year. Right. And Saquon Barkley, the number, the franchise number was yeah. only 10. Yeah. So while you say he deserved more, all the Giants did was play by the rules. Right. The rules were, we don't have to give you more. Right. And by the way, Saquon Barkley accounted for, I believe it was nearly like 27, 28% of all their yardage and and and, and, and like and, and their scoring and stuff like that. Like he was the biggest reason by a long shot why they made the playoffs two years ago. But would you want to pay a running back? 15 or 20 million dollars would you want to give there are a guy? certain exceptions okay give and me one. saquon is that is, is one of me. those exceptions because he's not just a running back he catches the ball out of the backfield he does a really good job with that his issue has been health more than anything else which is why i wouldn't want to i would never want to give a guy like that their yeah, money we all or know the, or we all the know time. that football contracts are mostly monopoly money anyway outside of quarterbacks right but you give him all this upfront money and you give him the you know the big signos the guaranteed money. I don't want to do that. Listen, I think I could find an Austin Eckler, and I don't need a Saquon Barkley. I mean, that's fair. Um, but I think that there's a reason that Saquon Barkley was as good as he was, um, and has been as good as he is when he's on the field. You know, so I do think there's some semblance of that. I mean, listen, Justin Jefferson may end up making like twenty five, thirty million dollars as a wide receiver. The game has shifted. Um, you know, where everything involving the passing game. The, the dollars have increased, and everything involving the running game has come down. And that's on both sides of the ball, yeah. by the way. Because the defensive ends, the guys who rush the quarterback, they are absolutely they're the money paid. guys. The tackles the depends. Right, the cornerbacks, they're yeah. the guys who are getting paid. Linebackers? Mm. No, no, I mean, if you're a linebacker or a running back in the NFL now, forget it. You're in no man's yeah, land. Safety, maybe you're okay. If, but you're like, an, if you're a tackle, right. if you're a receiver, right. if you're a quarterback, if right. you're a defensive end right. or a cornerback, or a cornerback that's yeah. where the money is. Right. So it's just a really tough spot uh, in regards to those guys. And I know people are like, oh, it's a really tough spot. Yeah, you're making millions of dollars. I get it. I get it. Yeah, but in the case of a running back, I mean, you have you have a very short lifespan. 
Yeah, as average of three years. As a player. Yeah, average of three years. Um, so it, it's going to be fascinating to see how all this stuff works out. And then your boy Kirk Cousins from the quarterback show is a free agent, right? So He is. Did you see um, the video of him working out on the tennis court? I did not. Throwing balls all over the place? Tennis balls go. or footballs? Footballs. I did not. Mm. Is it an indoor tennis court because yeah. it's cold in Minnesota? He was doing video to prove a point that he can throw the ball, I guess. I mean, people could tell, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's been a quarterback for a long time. Like you know he was on Cappy's uh, documentary show. You know what I may do? I may just sit around and watch the NFL Network all day and just start doing some scouting. Why, they're just the going to repeat games from last year. No, that's I, may, all I may, just, may just watch the Combine. May 601, just watch Well, the Combine is going to be happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's 601 at uh, KSPN Los Angeles, a good Karma Brands radio station. We keep rolling. Well, we can keep rolling? How, oh, much, really? how much you got here? A minute? Two minutes? Minute, a minute. All right, keep it going. What are they? Uh, it's a promo, and then uh, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, yeah, move, get rid of the promo. Move the Rams to six twelve. Okay, there you go. You hear what the boss said? No, no, nobody here is. Everybody is their own boss here. Oh, we right. don't Happy do that, Chinooka. boss. Exactly. I have no idea what Chinooka is. We don't yeah. do that, boss. Thank crap. you, Smokey. Oh, really? Nah. Yeah. Well, the way you just kind of you know orchestrated things on the fly. Well, I'm the Quincy Jones, as Sedano referenced last week. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. So, yeah. so you're the director. You know what? We kept going so we could keep content going, not so we could spend a minute on moving the spot. Well, you that is the I'm content. Saying. I mean, sort of. Uh, we're talking football. Is this up? Yeah, your I was football. actually, I was actually leaning back, you know, leaning back so you guys could talk football. So, okay. Cappy, yeah, and, and then so did you see this thing? <laughs> Lean um, back. <laughs> Lean back. Did you see the Arizona Cardinals social media post no. today? No. They basically posted that, hey, Kyler Murray, this is our quarterback. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, is there a need to do that? Like, what what, what, what am I missing here? Like, well, is he, he better like, unfollow them. Did he unfollow them? No, I just said he better oh. unfollow them. Well, think about it. I mean, it's not like and the Chicago Bears. We'll get again. <laughs> yeah, the Chicago Bears haven't exactly done that for Justin Fields, have they? You know, yeah. That's my quarterback. Right. Maybe. Now. <laughs> There is a possibility that, you know, Kyler could be a little sensitive uh, about some of the stuff that's gone on because there was some talk that maybe they were going to move him um, at one point. His contract's a little bloated. But I found it fascinating. And one of my, one of my uh, colleagues on Around the Horn today, she said, um, it's kind of like those married couples that always, uh, you know, tweet pictures of themselves. They're usually not as happy as you think they are. <laughs> Speaking right. of bloated, that's how I'm kind of feeling right pictures, now. Yeah. Uh, you know? Why are you bloated? I don't know, because I think, I think last night all the pizza... That Chris stuffed down my throat. Yeah. You know we're what doing I mean? road pie, though. We're, by the way, around 7.15, 7.30, we will do a drive live. We haven't done that in a while on right. Instagram. But and I think he, after Geeter told us yesterday how much he loves the drive live, like I think it, it inspired us to bring it can back. Can you throw me that Aquaphor? Yeah. Um, you want be, my Aquaphor? Yeah, I, I, mine's in my office. I also have a theory on the Kyler Murray thing with the Cardinals. Okay, which I, is? He played all right down the stretch when he came back from his injury. He played, mm. he played really well. But and they got a lot of money, so maybe they can go after some guys. But oh my God, what are you doing with my aquaphor? Jesus <laughs> H Christ, man! <laughs> I'm all dry. What the hell? I'm all dry. My lips. Yeah, but you can't take. That's not a normal amount of. Oh my God! <laughs> Under, right on top of my beard, it's Dude. all dry because of the winter. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. That's a, an abnormal amount of aquaphor. It is a lot. Money. Yeah, we're trying to talk football. All right, back to Kyler Murray. <laughs> it uh, it's interesting because. You know, they also don't have better options. They have the fourth pick in the draft, and the assumption is the quarterbacks will be gone by then. The good, the ones that'll make a difference this year. Well, let's see. You got Caleb, right? And then you got Drake May, right? From, although I did hear Merrill Hodge the other day. Yeah, just Hodge again. Yeah, where's com- he, dude? He completely. I mean, he was killing Caleb the oh, other dude, day. Oh, dude, he annihilated oh, Drake May. He like annihilated Drake May just too. Killed Drake May. Who does he like? Um, he doesn't like anybody. Uh, clearly, he's on he, NFL Network these days. I don't think no, so. No, he's doing his own thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I used so. to love him back in the day. 
Haji. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was good. So why was he killing Drake May? Because he killed Caleb. Because he's terrible. He can't move. He has no arm. He doesn't read off defenses. I mean, any any complaint you would have I about him. I saw the him, kid play. looked pretty good to me. Well, you're not him. I'm not Haji. You know, you, yeah. you don't have the eyes that he has. I clearly don't. You don't have the scout's mindset. Right. You know? Um, and then the kid from LSU, the kid who won the Heisman Trophy. Jaden Daniels. Yeah, so those are the three guys. He didn't like any of them. Well, I, I know he didn't like the first two. Right. You know? Yeah. But you're saying that at number four... Arizona, the yeah, first those, three quarterbacks those guys are gone. will be gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope my New England Patriots get one of those. They're going to take Jaden, I would assume. I hope so. Or Drake, whoever falls to them. Because mm. it depends. Like your boy Lewis Riddick likes Jaden Daniels more than Drake May. I like him better too. Yeah. Why is that? Because I think I like the style of play. What's that mean? It means the more athletic quarterback, the Caleb Williams. I mean, Drake May's pretty he, athletic. No, he comes no, from a very athletic family. His brothers like a star, like a played power forward for the Carolina North Carolina Luke Tar Heels. What? Luke May, that was his name. Yeah, huh? Luke, yeah. That's, that's how basketball And both works, his huh? parents, yeah, that's how basketball <laughs> works. And both his parents were college athletes, too. Like, he's from an athletic family. I'm just saying that yeah. I like Lamar Jackson. Shout out D-Cash Money. Good job, Big D. Yeah. By the way, I've seen um, Dave Roberts. He's rocking that Dodger hat with just the D on it. Yeah, bro, the cursive you, D. You got to get one of those. And I, I know you don't like baseball. I know it's not your thing, but you like the style. But your, like style, your name yeah. is DeAndre, and everybody calls you Big D or D-Cash Money. Well, you you got, call him Big D. Well, that's a good nickname to have if your name is DeAndre, don't you think? Yeah. You know? Nobody's going to call me Big K. And they call me Special K, and that doesn't feel so great at times. You feel me? You understand what I'm saying? You know, if somebody had a K hat, I might get one. Sometimes yeah. when I go to a Sacramento Kings game, I get one because it says SK. It's my initials. You know? But if I were named Big D, I'd get one of them Dodger hats. Yeah. Anyway, where was I? Uh, Drake May. He may be. You know he, what you just reminded me tell of? Me. Uh, go ahead. Finish your point. I'm going to tell you what you just reminded he me of. He may be Josh Allen. He may be. Right. Drake May. Right. Yeah. But I'd rather have the Lamar Jackson style of quarterback. That is this Jaden. Is it Daniel? Well, he's not Lamar Jackson, though. Like, Lamar Jackson was like a sprinter type speed. Like, Jaden Daniels does not have that. No. What is his 40 time? It's not Lamar Jackson. It's not 4-2? No, no. It's you not, sure about it's, that? Trust me when I tell you it's, it's not, not 4.21? Nope. 4.23? Nope. 4.4? He's not that fast. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, all I know is He's this. not Lamar fast. Okay. I didn't scout him this year at LSU. Well, I mean, I watched him play. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I could see him run. Like, yeah. he doesn't run like Lamar. Let well, me, Lamar was like a blur when he was running. Okay. Well, all I'm telling you is, is that most of his yardage came this year, and I only know this because I watched the Heisman Trophy thing, was on the ground. I mean, that guy just tore people up. I mean, he threw for he threw a lot, too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we clearly neither of us scouted him. I'm going to start watching the combine. Okay. He's not throwing, though. I need to scout. He's not throwing. Well, I'm going to have to go to his individual workout then at LSU. <laughs> You're gonna go to Baton I'm gonna go, that's right. I'm going to Baton Rouge, <laughs> baby. I'm going to broadcast from you, the oh, ESPN so you know, affiliate so, in Baton Rouge. Do you know where you reminded me of? Tell me. When you, when you did the little sidebar there with DeAndre there, mm. and then you were like, where was I? So I read this story today that in, uh, I believe in the Netherlands, there is a... Um, a supermarket chain that I think it's called Jumbo, and it has created a specific aisle. You know how when you go to the supermarket, uh, the grocery store, they've got like the, the express lane with like mm -hmm. 15 items or less? They have a specific lane for elderly people who like to chit-chat, and you can just go over there, and you can chit-chat with the cash register, person at the cash register for almost as long as you want. Like you basically just kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're like, you're having a good time. Like when, you know, Mason and Ireland are here, uh, and you want, you always say to them, where are you going? You know, it's like you. You would be that person eventually when you get to that age where you'd want that lane. And 
I yeah. probably want to write a personal check at the grocery store. You ever get behind somebody at the grocery store? I have not in a lady, long time. Who's no. an old lady who's got a personal checkbook, yeah. and she's like, how much for the groceries? And it's like $96.27, and she breaks out her old school checkbook, yeah. and she's literally going to write a check yeah. at the grocery store? Horrible. Yeah. Don't do that, lady. Horrible. Yeah. But I feel like that would be you. You would be on a, a, a chit chatter. Yeah. Chit chatter. You go the chit chat lane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah. But I do, I will say this, like, when I go to the grocery store sometimes and I only have like one item yeah. and there's somebody who's like kind of right there with me and we're both about to jump into the lane right. and they've got a full ass like cart and they're looking at me and I'm looking at them and I'm giving them the eyes like, yo man, I only got one item. Let me go through. Right. And then they go through in front. Right. That's rude. That's rude. Is it? I think so. Okay. I mean, it's going to take you five minutes to check out. It's going to take me 10 seconds. So you want them to you, to have you cut the line? I want I want them to yield to, to me having less stuff. Now, it, they, they could, but they don't have to. No, they don't have to. Right. It'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be lovely. And some people do it, but others are like, I got to go. Mm. You know? Like, yes. I was here first. Screw you. No, not screw you. I was here first. No, it's screw you. You could get here first. We were, it, the tie should go to the guy who has less groceries. I mean, was it a tie? It's, I mean, even if it's not a tie. Oh, no, there you see, even this is what I'm talking about with it's you. It's pretty close. Mm. Pretty darn close. But did they get in front of the line in front of you? Not really. We're both pulling in at the same time. Did you crash? We didn't crash into each other, but. They got in there first. Well, I was holding a couple of things in my hands. Right. They but, got a full ass jumbo cart. Well, that's your problem. Why don't you go to the like self-checkout? I don't like self-checkout. Why not? Neither do I. Why not? I don't like it. What's the problem? I don't know. I don't. I just. I don't, I'll do it at Target once in a while because the lines are sometimes, especially on the weekend. Self checkout is easy. If you I only got like, like two or three things, I don't, don't like, like the barcodes. I don't no, like I don't trying like it. to it's find. It's super easy. I'll, t- I'll tell you something else. I, I don't bet like. you Lindsay self checks out. I do. Yes. Did you know that at the Amazon stores you don't even have to scan any? No, you just barcodes? walk right out. Yeah. yeah. You just put everything in your. Yeah, basket. I'm sure that won't be an issue at any no, point. They, it's not. In Southern it already, California, it, it, it charges your Amazon yeah. account. Yeah. What if you don't have an Amazon account? What if you just run in and run out? Because that never happens in L.A. these days. Let me ask you guys a question about Amazon for a second. never mind then. So I bought an external hard drive the other day. By the way, Walmart is closing self-checkouts in L.A. now. Really? A lot of stores are for that reason. So I I bought an external hard drive the other day on Amazon. Uh And when I got it, turns out I bought the wrong one Uh because it's not compatible with Mac. It's for a PC. Right. Right? You know that there's two different types of external hard drive. I did not know that. Okay. I 100% did not know that. So um, now I've got this external hard drive that's for a PC, and I don't have any PCs. Now, to return it, do I have to, like, physically go someplace to return this thing? Or will the Amazon guy come to me and pick it up and take it back? Well, usually- Is this a joke? No, I'm not yeah. joking. <laughs> yeah. You never returned anything I don't return you anything. on Amazon? No, never. No, that's great. No. I mean, you can return it. There's, like, a myriad of places yeah, that you can choose like for, to return it. Right. Where, where's the myriad? They have a list of places that you can <laughs> go Lynch, to. you're setting Col- yourself like up Coles, for Cap to it, ask you to do it. There's, like, I remember Kohl's is, like, one of them. <laughs> there's a lot of Kohl's. You could go to Kohl's, the UPS store. Yeah. You could go yeah. to any of those Amazon lockers. You could go to FedEx. You could yeah. go to... There's, like, yeah. 10 places There's a lot of places. It. Oh, really? Yeah. An Amazon locker where I don't You can even have them pick it up most of the time, depending on what the item is. That's what I was asking. You can have them pick it up and you set it on your doorstep. Well, why don't you Google? Well, just go to Amazon.com. They show you all you go, the ways. Yeah, go to return it. It'll walk you through it. Because I don't know. I was using Amazon on my phone. I'm like, how the hell do I I'll return this? I will show you. It's quite See, easy. Now, now she's yeah, going to help yeah, me. Exactly. It's, it's a little prompt. She feels sorry for you. me. I what? do. I mean, she I just, feels sorry for me. Good job, Special K. Thank you. I just you. feel like it's, you know, there's simple things that, you know, you should probably learn. I should probably learn. You're a young guy. It's not like you're like 75, 80, and you're right. like, oh, I don't need yeah. to deal you're with You're not in that jumbo checkout I'm not Ross Porter. Right. He's 85. By the way, our new, my new best friend, Geeter, what a suit he's wearing tonight on Spectrum Sportsnet. 
Look at that. Yeah. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Great suit. Yeah. Did you see it? I did. Very I nice. Did. Yeah. Uh, Lakers Clippers tomorrow, right here on this uh, very fine station. And what's your story tomorrow? You're going to do the game? Yeah. So what time are you out of here? Five. Okay, so what time are we on tomorrow? Till 5.30? Yep. Okay, so the last half hour, there's no Sedano. Yes, uh, that's Kathy, usually how it DeAndre goes. DeAndre and Lindsay. Yeah. Oh, hey, nice. What about you, Christopher? No, I'm on the 4 o'clock train back to Orange You're County. You're out of here. Out of here. Like Vladimir. Yeah. Okay. Kat, Sedano gets nervous if I do more than one day. Well, this is two days. Oh, definitely gets nervous if I do more than two days. Why do I get nervous? <clears throat> nervous like you don't like it. Um, I don't know. Maybe sometimes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you're not going to annoy me. I already know it. You're trying to like. You're trying to get me going now in the final 45 minutes of the show. I'm not getting you doing anything. You're trying to get me. You're trying to. Oh, you think I'm fire. baiting you like I baited? Yeah, Catholic? you're trying to bait me. I don't. I'm not going to fall for the bait, Sedano. Not falling for the Sedano mousetrap. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe, huh? Phenomenal. See, now that's a good drop. That was a good drop in Now stereo. let's make sure we have that, you know. It's, it's there. In the library. So right. I don't Put have to ask for that there. three weeks right. from now. And yeah. you're like, well, what, where's the drop are you talking about? Put it right next to hello. We're organizing them all now. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the hello. The hello, hello went missing. Yeah, exactly. It went missing for a week. Or what? Hello. What? Yeah. What? What? Like the dueling what? what? Yeah. Benevolent. Cappy. What? Coming up next, yeah. the Dodgers brought back a familiar face. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Let's do yeah, that. At someone everybody loves. Like you love Subaru. Okay, I do love Subaru. And I'll tell you what, Subaru drivers, you know what they love? They love the outdoors. They love camping, surfing, skiing. They like putting their friends in the car. They like putting all the kids and all the kids' friends in the car. They like to take everybody to school. They like the lifestyle that comes with driving a Subaru. And now that 2023, and I know we're into 2024, but I'm telling you, believe it or not, you go to a local Subaru retailer here in L.A., there's one or two still there, and you get the greatest deals on the remaining. So those 2023 Solteras are still out there. They were the first iteration of the electric vehicle. And I'll tell you this right now. For those of you guys that like the zero emissions because you want a cleaner environment, this is the vehicle for you. If you want that 8.3 inches of ground clearance uh, for rough terrain, that's out there for you. If you're like me, you like to go up to Mammoth, um, standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. So if you're going to go off-roading a little bit, uh, you're going to feel really safe and you're going to have a lot of confidence. The other thing is I always say it like this. Inside that Subaru Solterra, it's like a luxury vehicle. It's got all the electronics, the Starlink multimedia, Apple CarPlay, Wi-Fi, all the things you would expect in a 2023-2024 vehicle, but it's also got that Subaru toughness, man. I'm telling you, you're going to love the brand new electric Subaru Solterra. Love. It's what makes Subaru a Subaru, and now that love is electric.